we need to constantly put ourselves in situations and areas and rooms in which we can grow and evolve and challenge ourselves and develop our skills, our mindsets, our way of thinking, our beliefs. Welcome to the Seeds of Growth podcast. My name is Pumihana Palmer. I'm a mindset and growth coach to new real estate agents, small business owners, and high-achieving female entrepreneurs. I believe that true success happens from the inside out, and I'm on a mission to plant seeds of growth and transformation, one powerful conversation at a time. Each week, I'll bring you a solo episode, interview, or coaching experience with business owners just like you to help you shift your perspective, elevate your beliefs, and build a business that inspires you. Now let's dive into today's episode. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Seeds of Growth. My name is Pumehana Palmer, your mindset and growth coach. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that's really special to me and also a framework. It's a really powerful framework that I take just about all of my mindset coaching clients through. Now, if you've been in the personal development and mindset and personal transformations sphere or space, then you've likely heard some sort of adaptation to this formula. Today, we're going to talk about the formula for change. Now, I did a little bit of research and found something really interesting. The original formula for change was created in the 1960s, actually, and it just slowly adapted into the 80s and 90s into what it is today. Now, the original formula is dissatisfaction times vision times first steps must be greater than your resistance to change. And that is pretty straightforward. Um, And I think that's accurate, right? There needs to be some sort of accumulation or cumulative equation, if you will, you know, in order for you to change. And these things, your dissatisfaction, your vision, and your first steps needs to be greater than that which is keeping you stuck. Now, an even more simplified version of that is change happens when awareness meets reflection meets action. And transformation happens when you do it over and over and over again. And that's the formula that I basically subscribe to. But my adaptation or my, I guess my little spin on it is adding acceptance into there. So what I subscribe to is change equals or change happens when awareness meets reflection and acceptance and action. And again, transformation happens when you do it over and over and over again. So let's dive into that. Step one is awareness. You absolutely have to be aware of the problem. And I think that's where the original formula comes in is the dissatisfaction is that you need to be aware of the issue, the problem, or what's not serving you. And awareness usually happens after a catalyst. Now, if you're like a real estate agent or an entrepreneur, oftentimes the catalyst is a low bank account (laughs) 
or even just some sort of issue with the client or clientele, you know, that's what brings you to a state of, oh, maybe something's wrong. And maybe not, I don't like to use the term wrong, but hey, something's not working here. And oftentimes you're not going to be in the first step long. Just that awareness just kind of happens, right? And then step two is your reflection. And I typically like to say step 2A is reflection and step 2B is acceptance. So best way to reflect is to ask questions. And Tony Robbins said that the quality of your life depends on the quality of the questions that you ask. So ask better questions, get better answers, get better results, and have a better life. So I don't think there is one right way to reflect, but I think that there are a ton of wrong ways to reflect. And I want to share with you some examples of poor quality questions. They're basically questions that keep you stuck or cause blame. So questions like, why does this keep happening to me? Or why can't I change? What's wrong with me? Or what's wrong with them? When you give away your power, when you're saying that I'm where I am because of everyone else, or I don't have the things that I need in order to be better, or or just keeping yourself in that stuck mentality. Now, some examples of better quality questions or more productive questions might be, what actions or inactions has gotten me to this place? Because it's very possible for us to not do anything or not be doing the right things that will bring us to this place of where you don't want to be, <laughs> right? Bring us to the problem or in a situation in which it's things aren't working. Whatever situation that you want to change. Other questions are what beliefs got me to this place? Who helped me get here? What's working? What's not working? And those are questions that I really, really like because, and I typically use with, with my clients because it's a very neutral question. What's working for you? What is getting you the results that you want? What's not working for you? And that covers a wide range of thoughts, beliefs, all the way to actions or activities or what relationships aren't working for you, what relationships are. So that's a very broad and general kind of question. And then there, there's usually a, a subtle shift, you know, in that awareness and reflection or in that reflection point of, okay, this is where I am. And then there's, an, there's these elevated questions that can allow you to zoom out. like. Where do I want to be? Who can help me get there? And who do I need to be? And something that's really important and something that I love to share with my clients is 
that question of who really elevates your mindset. When you bring in identity for yourself, who do I need to be rather than what do I need to do? There is a spark there. And if you read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he absolutely, he has like a whole chapter that speaks to this or a whole section that says that when you make changes and decisions from a place of identity, then you'll notice your activities that in turn get you your results are a lot different, are a lot more different. And even the decisions that you make coming from a place of identity allows for an incredible and exponential kind of shift. And kind of going back to who can get help me get there. See, these who questions are very, very important. And for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, a lot of us are solopreneurs. Or when you first start off, you're wearing all the hats. You're doing all the things. You're wearing all the hats. Now, when you can get to that point in your life and in your business where you say, who can help me? Then again, you'll see exponential changes because you're not just relying on the efforts of yourself. You are now employing other people and their help, not necessarily, not like literally employing, you know, but sometimes that's, that's what it's going to take is delegating the tasks, the responsibilities that aren't your zone of genius or are energy suckers and they're not the most productive use of your time. So as a business owner, you might not be, some of you are, but there's a lot of business owners that don't go into business so that they can file their taxes. So when you can delegate, hey, this is where I want to be in my business. You know, who can help me get there? There's going to be a point in which you need to delegate filing your taxes or, you know, running certain numbers or managing a social media account. Who can help you get to that level in which you want to get? Now, bringing it back to step two, step two B is this idea of acceptance. After you reflect and take the time to reflect, there needs to be a level of acceptance of, okay, this is where I am. So what I typically share with my clients and the way that I explain it is think of yourself on a map. Let's say you're in Scottsdale, Arizona. And that's the awareness of, hey, I'm in Scottsdale or I'm in a city, I'm in a town that's not working for me, right? And I want to go to LA. There's the awareness of the change that you want to make. And then the reflection is asking yourself the questions to help you gain clarity. But if you don't accept that you're currently in Scottsdale, Arizona, then any plans you put into place, is basically going to be futile because if you are making plans to head to Vegas and you're in Scottsdale, but you think you're in Vegas, something's going to be off, right? And that's where bringing in a third party, 
a trusted outside third party that's going to give you honest feedback. So that's where your coach comes in, your mentor, your therapist or consultant, somebody else that's going to say, hey, and either like reinforce, agree or disagree with where you're at. Now, I want to put a huge asterisk and bold, italicized, underlined, trusted third party because somebody like a coach or a mentor or a therapist or consultant, somebody that is very well aware of your goals and they don't have any sort of, I don't want to say ulterior motive, but think of this and I don't know if you have, you might not have this kind of relationship with your mom or friends or something like that. But I personally have been in positions or had relationships in which I shared an idea or a plan or a desire for something and it triggered them in some way. Or, I mean, let's just say that it triggered them or or caused something in them. And they advised me in such a way based upon their personal viewpoint. So specifically, I was in a situation in which I, oh man, and it's, it's sad and silly to think about, to think about this, but you know, I just want to share full transparency that I've been through these situations. So when I first started my kind of mindset and coaching career, I had another friend who was starting her her own business and she was like much further along than I was. And we had similar, I guess, audiences, if you will, and potential clientele. And, you know, I shared something with her. Hey, this is what I want to implement in my business. And, you know, how cool it would it be if I did this with my business and then like passed it on to you and had your clients or have them go through your program and this, this, and that. And I totally misspoke. I didn't think it was impulsive and you know, insensitive of me to share that, but I crossed a line. And at the same time, she took offense to it and kind of misread my intentions. You know, obviously it wasn't my intention to step on any toes or steal clients or or whatnot, but it caused a huge rift. You know, you need to be very mindful and careful of whom you share certain information with and your desires and whatnot because it could cause problems. <laughs> and you know, it's going to inform how they advise you or or what they say to you. In that same vein, think about your mom or a parent and you share with them some entrepreneurial journey of hey, I want to do this or I'm kind of letting go of the life raft of a salary. And I'm going to go and do this thing and <laughs> Burn the bridges, if you will. Now they're going to say something along the lines of, I don't know if that's such a great idea. Are you sure? Or this, this, and that. Because as parents are, and I'm saying this because I'm also a mom who can sometimes be <laughs> overbearing and, and overprotective, <laughs> but your safety is their number one priority. So just keep that in mind. 
Now, kind of going back to this map analogy, step three of you getting from Scottsdale, Arizona to LA is going to be taking action. And that's step three of the formula. Step one is awareness. Step two is reflection and acceptance. And step three is taking action and doing something to move you forward. Anything, honestly, be it doing a Google search, a YouTube search, or looking up flights or scheduling that safety check, you know, if you're going to drive, do something to put one foot in front of the other and keep you moving forward. It's those little actions that's going to compound and just get you one step closer. And as humans, I think one of the most necessary elements of our lives is growth. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm in a place where I just feel stagnant or just yucky and icky, it's likely because there is no growth that's happening. I'm not being challenged. And we need to constantly put ourselves in situations and Areas and rooms in which we can grow and evolve and challenge ourselves and develop our skills, our mindsets, our way of thinking, our beliefs. So it's so important for us to just keep taking action and don't stop until you see those giant letters that say LAX or, you know, those iconic palm trees coming down the like as you're driving down the road in LA don't stop keep going <laughs> and then lastly transformation happens when you do it over and over and over again and maybe your next change isn't going to be or maybe your next change is going to look like you going from the LAX airport to Garden Grove, or maybe it's something a little bigger than that from LA to San Francisco. Action breeds clarity. Action breeds clarity. And if any of you are parents out there, parents of young children, there's a song in Frozen 2 where Anna, well, unfortunately, and this is a total spoiler alert. But Olaf dies for a little bit. And Anna sings a song of the next right thing. And you just need to keep doing the next right thing. There's a very famous quote out there from Martin Luther King Jr., Martin Luther King Jr., that says that you don't need to see the whole staircase. You just need to see the next few steps. And that's all that you're doing. That's what this is. That's what the taking action is, is taking one step at a time as you see the staircase in unfolding in front of you. And if I'm being totally honest, there's going to be times in your life where you will find yourself right smack back in Scottsdale, Arizona. And sometimes it's a low. It's going to be a low. And sometimes it's going to hurt. 
But the interesting and incredible thing about this is as you keep implementing this formula, I can almost guarantee you that you're not going to stay in Scottsdale very long. That you'll build that awareness muscle over and over and over again, and you'll start to notice, oh, hey, I'm back here again. And there was a point in time in which Scottsdale, I, I made a decision that Scottsdale did not serve me. So I got to get out of here. And I got to get out of here fast. And it's up to you to decide to stay in Scottsdale however long you need to. But if you're listening to this podcast, I can only imagine that you don't want to stay there long. So friends, thank you so much for joining me. Again, the the formula for change is change happens when awareness meets reflection and acceptance and action. And transformation happens when you do it over and over and over again. So thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you again in the next episode. If this served you at all, please, please, I encourage you to head to wherever you listen to podcasts click subscribe, click the like button, and write a review. I am so excited about this podcast. I'm so excited about this medium of sharing my thoughts with you guys. And I'd love to hear your honest feedback. So thank you again, and we'll see you next time. Aloha. Thanks so much for listening. If this episode served you, please do me a small favor and head to your favorite podcast platform to rate and review the show. Your small act will play an exponential role in getting these powerful conversations out into the world. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at at Pumehana Palmer and DM me with your insight and takeaways. See you next time. Aloha.